We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome to another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Good one. That's, that's okay. You've done better. You've had worse. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski oh, with you here on this Monday. It is May the 8th. Hope uh, everybody has have, had a great weekend. Appreciate you being with us. This will be our only uh, show this week. I'm going to be out of pocket at the end of the week. So uh, this is it for us this week. We'll be back. Good Lord willing, uh, next Monday with another edition of the Big Show. Tyler, how are you? I think I have. Uh, I think I got to make the phone call to Bob today. I think I have a new favorite. Oh yeah, even more than Red Dragon. Oh, which one's that? This is the Rainstorm Peach Nectarine. Okay. I mean, dude, it, it does not. I mean, Red. That is it. That's it. Red Dragon is now gone. Wow. To number two. How about that? It's pretty good. It, that would not be my favorite. It has nothing to do with the people at Rainstorm. It's peach. just peach. Peach just, just peach is a no go for me. Like I'm, I'm. Dude, like it's a just a no zone. I am. Uh, I'm in it, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm a peach nectarine guy from now on. Well, there you go. Rainstorm, clean energy, peach nectarine. That's good stuff. Good stuff, man. So I'm having a tough time now. That I got, I got to move my sheet around so I can see it with my good eye. How about that? How about that? We're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. This is our 75th show. How about that? How about that? 75 shows. Yeah. I mean, should have had probably a special guest if we wasn't in a hurry to get the hell out of here. Well, and today I wasn't positive I was going to have Wi-Fi to yeah. be able to even do it. So. Probably, you would have been high stress if we had right now. You would be yeah. losing your mind. But as it was, I was, hey, I was calm. Worked whatever. out good. Uh, please hit the like button. Um, if you are listening on Spotify, hit the follow. If you are 
It's my one criticism of iTunes. I use iTunes a lot. Not, okay. Not a criticism, but but uh, the their pod, the Apple Podcast app asks for you to subscribe. Same and thing think, with YouTube. I think people are scared to subscribe because they think that's going to be some sort of a cost to them. It is yep. no cost. It's free. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Just call it a follow button or something. Yeah. Follow if you're on Spotify. Do us a lot. Do us a lot. A lot of good. Almost like Spotify's got that thing figured out a little bit, huh? How about that? There's some rumors. This is not getting political, but I'm fascinated in the podcast industry. You know that. I've been doing podcasting for this is we're ten years. Yeah. I like to say we've been podcasting before podcasting was cool. That is probably true. Um, There are rumors that Tucker Carlson has been offered. I almost hate to say the number. Let's go. I'm kind of curious. I haven't heard. I have heard he has been offered a quarter of a billion dollars to do a to podcast. So he is doing, he's going to be on Spotify now? I mean, how do you turn that down? Well, I think he's got some contract stuff with Fox that has to get worked out. NDA stuff? Oh, not NDA. Well, he has, a, he has a no compete. They fired him, but as long as they're paying him, the no compete might still be in play. And they owe him some $50 million over the next two years. Now, if it's me and you offer me to fire me and I'm going to get $50 million over the next two years. Where would you like for me to, what door, sir? I would be, I would be, I would meet you at Kiva Dunes after I took my private (laughs) flight down there. And I would, believe it or not, I would get golf lessons. Yeah. I'd get really good golf lessons. I would, I would hire a, I would hire an excellent chef who also was like a nutritionist because I would okay. do everything I could to live as long as possible. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. And good investment. Yeah, I would I'm good. I'd never work another day. Now, unless you offered me a quarter of a billion dollars to do a podcast where I all I had to do on that podcast was to talk about what I think. Whew, sign me up. Dude. But that's where the space is going. It's so fascinating to me. We're gonna we're gonna get off this. What is fascinating to me, this is not political at all. Who cares is, if it was? Well, because some people get all worked up if they think you're going political. This is not a political well, statement. I got it's, news for you, brother. Between me and you, we're getting somebody yeah. worked up. So just say it. Um, well, what's interesting to me is to watch as with so many people in, in media, I mean, I'm sorry, in the public, kind of losing their trust in media, whether it's Republicans who used to really just lock in on Fox and they're now like, ah, Fox is as full of it as everybody else, to to people who think CNN is sold out or whatever, the, the the traditional media outlets as they die away and as younger people don't do appointment television. No. Younger people stream, man. Yep. That's all they do. And so as that happens and everything is on demand, it's interesting to watch the, the shift in um, where people's – you only have 24 hours in your day. You only have a certain number of entertainment or information or news gathering hours in your day where people are going for those for those news. It's it's the Rogan thing. Ish. I mean, Joe Rogan has made an absolute life altering, generational altering fortune by just being fairly consistent, having an interesting podcast and just sort of being himself. And then you see some other things that are like taking off in the podcast space. And it tells me that there's a and I'm I'm among this group. I used to watch a lot of like I would be the guy that would watch Fox News for an hour and then flip over and watch CNN 
for an hour and try to like figure out where the <laughs> truth was. The tr- yeah. And now I don't do any of that. I don't. I don't ever turn those. I did that during the uh, pandemic. You know, when everybody was at the house. Yeah. I literally did that during exactly what you're talking about during the pandemic. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't watch either of them anymore. I, I now I, I read the Wall Street Journal, and there's a, a podcast that I listen to on a fairly semi daily basis. And that's it. There is a channel on when the uh, shooting stuff happened on Saturday. I yeah. was looking for live. Because I was at the baseball tournament, so I was looking for like live stuff on it. So I went to YouTube. There's a YouTube channel called um, Agenda Free TV. I'm gonna give it a, a little bit. It's like a basically a news deal. And they had the scanners on. I wanna I'm gonna give them a little chance to see if it truly is agenda free. I just want the news, man. I don't need I don't need your opinion on it. That'd be interesting. You know and I mean? it would be interesting to see how well or poorly that did. Well, it has like 286 thousand subscribers already. Yeah, which is solid. Tells you a lot. Yep. So. Hey, I don't know if uh, if I was to be talking about uh, Tucker again. I don't know if I was if I should like Lane or hate Lane since he fired me and gave me a free vacation. You should love anybody who <laughs> gives you a free. Well, vacation. I really love. That's why Ross Bjork and Michael Thompson are like on. It's like Jesus, my my wife, my kids, my mom, my dad, and then right. I mean, I'm talking about right up next to it is is Ross and and Michael Thompson. You and I are both evidence of. Sometimes the wor- what you think at the time is the worst day of your life is the best day of your life. And it's you don't know the it at best, the time. It's been the best thing that's ever happened to me professionally. Yes. Without question. You've you've that 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 bleeded over into my personal though. You know, it wasn't professionally as much as it was well, it's professionally too, but every every aspect of your life. Yeah. It made me a better The day that you got fired at Ole Miss, that night you thought that your world had come to an end. Well, that not that I got fired. How about this? I ever tell you I got fired two hours before my contract rolled over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Lane, if I could have like, if I'd known in, in the in the, I would have sent Lane like a a bottle of vodka or something and just let him get into it. And if he'd have waited like another like two hours and ten minutes, I would have had another year extended on my contract. So I should have done that. Got him like shit faced, and then he'd forgot to call me <laughs> until like six o'clock. Almost made it, but um, anyway. Um, all right, so guess what we had this weekend? Our Oxford Orioles. I was going to say, there's a lot of stuff, but yeah. Oh, I got some stuff. Yeah, the Oxford Orioles. This how, may how, be the best. How'd the O's do? All right, first of all, we rolled out and won 15-5 to five the first game. Okay, I got that text. And I, was I like, got you that. Look, look at the fellas. Yeah, and then, and then reality set back in, and we, and we, and we, <laughs> we dropped a couple in a row. Um, <laughs> what's, what's somebody say something? I can't say shit. No, no, oh, no. You're, you're going to have to inform me because I'm having a tough time reading the right side here. All right, so here was my first dick. So we're getting ready to play a, 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 a the bracket game, and all these fields, they got different age groups and stuff playing, right? So my son's playing in a 7U, and there is an 8U baseball game going on in front of us on the field that we're about to play in. And it's the same field. It's coach pitch. It's just the same exact rules and everything, just a year older, okay? Okay. This kid's eight, year, eight years old. The field, The fences are like 195 feet all the way around. So Eight, the, these are kids pitching. No, this is the coach. Still, still coach pitching. pitch. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Kid hits a home run over the fence. First one I've ever seen. Okay, I've I've watched a lot of little kid baseball. Yeah, first one I've ever seen. Yeah, legit home run over the fence. Yeah, kids excited. Of course, first ever home run over the fence. All right, so we're we're waiting to go. I mean, I'm tired. I've already talked to Drew. I'm like, Drew, we got to figure this shit out. UFC starting a little bit. We got to pick up the tempo. Anyway, so I'm sitting there like. You know, watching, and I see the other coach start losing his mind. 
the the opposing coach starts losing his mind. He goes and protests the home run that was hit over the fence. On what grounds? Because the kid's helmet fell off of his head while he was in the batter's box. And he wanted the kid to be called out. All right. It didn't stop there, though. He didn't like the answer that the umpire gave him. He gets off can the I, field. Can I, can I Hang on. You? I got to finish it. Then you can go, then wear it out. He goes off the field, Neil, and he goes into the tournament director, like in the concession stand area. Like he goes, leaves the game and goes there and protests it in the middle of the game with the, with the tournament director. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First of all, my condolences to the umpire. Seriously, the umpire has to be thinking, are you effing kidding me? Yeah. Really? An eight-year-old boy in a coach pitch game. Mm-hmm. An eight-year-old boy hits a ball over the ball over the fence. Yeah, gets excited. His teammates are probably geeked. Probably big moment. There's your money being spent. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, oh, believe me. Every time I hear that thing crank up, I see your wallet getting yeah. lighter over there. Yeah, it's really light right now, <laughs> like a feather. Um, <laughs> in the wind, like Forrest Gump. Um. <laughs> You know, we, and we committed to this before the big tax hit. And so it's like every time now, I'm just like, I surrender. I give yeah. up. Um, why? But why? I, why do we? It's unbelievable how serious these coaches take it, man. And I love our guys. Drew, if Drew, Drew's our head coach. I think you know Drew, by the way. He works with your wife. I yeah, I know Drew. All right. So if there's a call to be argued, he'll just go out there and be like, but he'll just, there's seven, they're eight, right? Because here's what they do, right? And I'm all for it. If a kid fields a ground ball clean and throws it to first base, and it's a bang-bang play, but he's probably safe, but it's a bang-bang play, they're going to call him out. I'm all for that. Reward the play because there's not going to be many yeah. f- cleanly fielded ground balls and throws to first. Well, and just at that level, you're yeah, – you're, let's get the game on. And you're, you're either paying some old guy who needs the money or you're paying some kid and yes. it's his first job. And, and it's usually and, the latter. And they're gonna miss calls. They're gonna miss calls. Because they're and they're not gonna really pay that much attention because they don't they don't care. And they're just out there and they they, they it, sorry. Yeah. It's so done. How about that? The poor kid, first ever home run. Like, hey, I got an idea. Let's let's get worried about this eight U deal, this home run, and let's ruin probably the one of the earliest best memories he'll ever have in his entire life. Let's just try to get him thrown out because yeah, his they, helmet fell off in the batter's box. Because they ain't no guarantee that he's going to hit another one. So no. just, yeah. yeah. All right, so that was Ick 1. And then Ick 2, and I have to, uh, I should ask my wife. One of our, uh, she texted me, and I can't remember, but we left. We got put out in the, we were, we actually made it to the three seed. We got beat by the same team that we beat 15 to 5. We got beat pretty bad. Okay. In the, in the, in the, in the bracket. It happens. It happens. Pretty much guaranteed to happen with the, uh, with the Orioles and, and Drew wanted me to make sure that the fans knew he was just trying to get me back home so I could watch UFC. Um, but the championship game of the seven of the tournament that we were in was called before completion because uh, the two coaches started to fight each other. Literally? Literally. And they called the game. <laughs> they ended the championship game because the two coaches were fighting each other. Let's, and this was this is the Gumtree Classic. In, this was called the Gumtree Classic in Tupelo, Mississippi. Seven U Championship game was cut short because the two coaches were fighting. Wow. 
can like look i i get like i understand fans and passion and and but it's really not that serious and like i'm being and then <laughs> i got I, I will not say the team because i'll get we have a heavy old miss contingent on the show um so we're playing a <laughs> we're playing a um the team that beat us was called the rally dogs okay and let you put two and two together and they're maroon and all that right okay they had not won a game all year, and we had beat them fifteen to five. They were like zero and seven, zero eight, eight, or something like that. They were just as bad as we were, but we were not playing well, and they were, and they curb stomped us. So they needed to get like one run to make it eight runs because you can only score seven in an inning to kind yeah, of end yeah. the game. Sure. So the coach is pitching, and he pitches, and the guy hits. He goes full Gronk, spikes the ball. And goes, let's go, and just starts like you thought. And I literally looked at my wife, and the I coach said, did the this? coach did, and I said, "Look, I've won an SEC championship. Um, <laughs> I've done. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever celebrated that hard in my life. I mean, like the closest maybe was when I was at South Alabama. We beat Mississippi State, maybe, but like I don't remember ever celebrating a win like that in my yeah. life. Like, dude was juiced." I mean, great for his passion, but like, <laughs> we're in seven-year-old baseball, man. Let's calm down. So that yeah, that was uh, that was the weekend. It was good. How about that? Um, our boy, former guest of the show, maybe the first guest we had on the he show. He was our first guest. AJ McCarron mm -hmm. wins the MVP of the XFL on Saturday. I know. I saw that. So I was happy for him. Um, you know, I just uh, what was the league Tamu played in? Same one. Okay. What? He got Offensive Player of the Year. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Know them both. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know both guys too. But I think it's – I think the – especially if you watch the USFL, the talent's so low compared to the XFL right now. But it just goes to show you playing quarterback in the NFL. Dude, it's hard, man. Like You think? And what I mean by that is this, is if you're not a top draft pick <clears> – <throat> They're not going to give you your shot. You got to kind of luck into it. You somebody's got to get hurt, and then when you get your chance, you got to go. You got to perform. Yeah. I mean, AJ was drafted, I think, in the fifth round, and he was on the NFI uh, non-football injury list his first year. Um, but he was just a guy in the NFL until Andy Dalton got hurt, and he had to go in the game. And he had a really good last third of the season that year, where they took him to the playoffs and all that stuff. And just that five games kept him in the league for for a long time until he got hurt in preseason was out because he was at the last year of his deal with Atlanta. He was out. And it's like, you know, a Matt Corral, you know, sitting there. I mean, he's got to wait till the right things happen to get his chance on the field because preseason film is not even enough to get it done anymore. It's got to be done in the game. And so unless you're, a, you're going in like a Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson or somebody like that they got a lot of money into, I mean, you're going to – you're not gonna you're gonna get one shot, but you got to make it count if you want to stick. I mean, it's it's tough. You don't just sit around. And the thing with AJ is like every time he's actually played, he's done well. Every time. This will lead to AJ getting some backup opportunities, right? He should. He should if the, he wants them. The biggest, yeah. I mean, he's gonna want them. He's gonna get the. I mean, I would I would feel pretty good about him getting one. Um, I actually have not talked to him about this. I'll see him tomorrow, so I'm sure I will talk about it. But um, the hard part is his age and the. Um, with how much the vets make, you know, depending on what's available and all that stuff. Is he one of the best, what you call it, 64 quarterbacks out there? Yes. Now, can you go get a guy as a backup that you don't have to pay, but, you know, whatever the league minimum is now on rookie contract. Right. Um, and 
him. But yeah, he is. He's done a really. He's good, man. He's just when he gets his shot to play, he plays. And this is his first chance of going from the beginning of the season to the end of the season in any professional deal. He wins the MVP. Now, granted, it's watered down. It's sure. not the NFL and all that sure. stuff, but he still won the MVP of a of a professional football league. So he he should get a shot. I'm I'll, I'm sure I'll talk to him about that tomorrow. <laughs> but a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. I've used therapy in, in the past. It's a way to uh, handle stress for me, clear some negative thoughts, kind of relax a little. For me, it was a life changer. It increased my happiness. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable. It's entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. And switch therapist anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com mpw today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash mpw our next partner's athletic greens i take ag1 by athletic greens literally every day i gave ag1 a try because i wanted better gut health sustained energy immune system support and i hate taking pills i take ag1 every afternoon to break my fast i know i'm doing something good for my body giving my body the nutrition it craves covering my nutritional bases Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water and drink it uh, right there. It's done. It's uh, less than $3 a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality sourced ingredients. It's a win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplemental routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash MPW. That's athleticgreens.com slash MPW. Check it out. Hey, before we move on, we had a couple of super chats. <clears throat> um, Kyle came in and said, I, I would 100% vote for y'all for president. The no BS platform RTR for all of our people out there stands for roll, tie, roll. I bet I'll hear that a couple of times in the next couple of days. Um, hell, I say it all the time. Do you? Oh, yeah. In your sleep? Yeah. Did you know I grew up an Alabama fan? I did know that. Mm -hmm. Your mom and dad went to school there. They, uh, my dad got his doctorate there. My mom got her master's there. Okay. Both my parents got their undergrads at what is now ULM. I think it's hilarious that I grew up an Auburn fan. Mm -hmm. I played at Auburn, but. When I worked at Alabama, people don't understand. They think I was there to sabotage <laughs> Alabama. I mean, dead serious. Yeah, you, you, you give them the good secrets. No, I'm trying to beat your ass. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That's weird. And then Austin came in with a super chat, says, when he is Speaker of the House on the Common Sense Party in 2028, he's going to pass a bill that prohibits parents from being at kids' games. No, I'll go to game. I, I'm good. I'm the best person ever at a game. I don't say anything. I'm great when I coach. I'm very – Chill. I don't get all into it. I guess because I'm not getting paid for it. Uh, maybe I'm jaded a little bit. Yeah. Um, the, Have you ever coached your kids sports? Yeah. Are you chill? As a coach? Yeah. Yeah, pretty chill. Yeah. I don't get. I mean, I get excited for the kids. Like, I get happy for the kids when they do stuff and, and stuff. And I get that, you know. But, yeah, I'm pretty chill. I don't get. I'm not chill with the players if they're. It, mentality if they're coming in soft i won't let them be soft 
but I don't ever get mad at the umpires. The only time – I know this is going to shock you. The only time that I get really pissed – I've gotten pissed at a couple of coaches before when they're trying to pull over some bullshit on the – like make shit up. I'm pretty good at – like that's a thing of mine. I don't like people making shit up like, and like they know what they're talking about. That bothers me. Yeah. So if you can't tell. Um, so, yeah, I'll do that. We had the old Jackie Robinson rule last year that I had to call bullshit on. Jackie Robinson rule. Yeah, the guy kicked the ball like I've told you. This guy yeah. kicks the ball or yeah. gets hit with a ball or ground ball, and the guy and the coach is like, "Hey, he's not out." It's a Jackie Robinson rule because when Jackie Robinson was playing in 1942, he kicked the ball away from the defender from the uh, defender and was safe. And I was like, "Okay, all right." Got a couple things. I'm going to skip around a little bit in the interest of time so we can get out of here. Did you see the Nikolai Jokic, uh, Jokic and the Suns owner? Uh, yeah. Video. Yeah. What's your take on that? I was watching the game when it happened. Um, I'm, I probably have a different take of everybody else, and I'm probably going to get pissing people off. Um, I, I, nobody should ever get in the in the face of a of a player during the heat of the, of the moment. Um, the owner, frankly, is lucky that Jokic didn't hurt him. Um, the owner flopped to make it look worse than it was. Of someone as big as as Nikola Jokic, if he had wanted to hurt someone, he would. Yes, he could. Um, I'm hoping that nothing comes of it, that it just goes away, and that uh, they just go play Game Five in in Denver tomorrow night because it's a fantastic series now, and there are some of, some of the really great players in the modern history of the league that are involved in this series, and it's it fun is. to watch them play at, at this high level. And I, I think the story needs to die and and, and go away because nothing happened. I like how people are clipping certain parts of it to make cut out the first part of it. He had the ball in his hand, and the owner ripped it out of his hand. Like, that's how the ball got thrown, was he made the effort to throw it out. I watched it slow-mo 14 times. But there's an, an angle where he – and then so Jogic kind of looks at him, and then after that, he got up in his personal space. The yes, owner did. Yes. And that's when he got shoved. That's what I'm saying. He's very fortunate right? that he didn't get hurt. That's where I call – hey – and again, if you can't tell our, our recent TikTok activity, that's when I call fuck around and find out. You don't don't poke the bear because you might get bit. You might get caught. That's an awfully big bear. Yeah, don't don't Nic- mess Nikola with Jokic is I mean how, I'm I'm guessing he's 270 pounds? Oh, yeah, I mean he's every bit of that probably, huh? What's he 7 what? 71? Is that right? I'm pulling him up. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's bigger than you are by a long shot. Um, yes. I mean, he could have – that's just stupid. But because he was the owner, he felt like he should go in there and, like, be involved in the game. You better – I mean, don't get it confused. You know what I mean? Don't – I don't think you should be confused about what you're trying to do there because you're an owner of a team that you can go get try to get physical with somebody or snatch a ball away. I mean, that's where you get He smoked. is six foot eleven. 284 pounds. Yeah. And most of that is um, muscle. He's yeah. a big, He's a big, big person. Yeah, that's stupid. So that nothing should happen of it. And if something does, that's bad on the NBA. It's a really fun series. Uh, Matter Devin, of fact, the owners are the ones that should be punished. Yeah. Devin Booker and Kevin Durant have, have brought the Suns back. Uh, Jokic went for 53 last night. It was it was a really fun game to watch. It was If you love the NBA, and I do, um, I, I like it more than I wish I liked it because I, I frankly waste a lot of time sometimes watching it. I get in the games that I don't mean to get into. Um, Boston-Philly game four yesterday was one of the best one of the best games 
I've ever watched in any sport. Yeah. It was it was a special game. Like it was as that game was unfolding, you're like, this is cool. These these guys are so good. And this is at such a high level. And you know, I mean, that Philly crowd, you could feel it riding the roller coaster of yes, oh God, yes, oh God. And you know, and then just it was an elite game. It was. It, it really was. All right, Grind sent us a super chat on Peyton Thorne. Grind, we're going to talk about that here in just a second. So before we – we'll get to it in just a second, okay? So I will come back to that. You're Peyton Thorne and NIL and Keon, all that stuff. We'll, yeah. talk, we'll cover all that in just a second. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about this. I know you. I, I tried to listen to a little bit of your show this morning. I was grinding trying to get some stuff done before I got out of town. But I know you all touched on a little bit. Uh, this Bohannon stuff at Alabama – I think we're just scraping the surface on this deal. Okay, I keep hearing that. I've had people tell me this is tip of the iceberg stuff. Yeah. Is this just about him and and that program, or is this – are we going to get into some other programs? I think we're going to get into some other other programs. And I think it's going to be more than coaches. I think it's going to be players, and and I think there's going to be more involved. There's already word coming out of – I think Iowa Iowa, was mentioning something. But, look, when you have – and it reminded me. I mean, I got to be honest. If you told me, hey, when when the next big sports corruption gambling comes up, what sport do you anticipate it happening in? College baseball would not have been my choice. <laughs> no, I, nobody would have thought about but, that. But one. here we are. Yeah. Um, per sources, the wager was well into the six figures. I have an exact number, but I don't want to betray betray people that told me that. Yeah, um, I've I've heard of six figures. But it, we're well, number two. we're well into the six figures on the number. Yeah, and the reason that it got caught and flagged was because um, it's also been reported, and I also heard from the same source. Um, Drew, you're not even close. I see you're in a chat. You're not even in the vicinity of close. Um, yeah, it was a lot more than that. a lot more than that. Um, but Fanduel is a Fanduel is a site that takes bets in all these states, right? And mm-hmm. they're active in Louisiana. Not one dollar was placed on the Alabama LSU game through FanDuel. So to say, when you go and you, all of a sudden you're betting hundreds of thousands of dollars on a baseball game, it's going to bring up like, whoa, we got one bet in and it's on this, right? So right. Uh, that was where the flag came in. Um, video uh, evidence of him talking to him um, at the sports book. Were they FaceTiming? I don't know. I don't know if he see, saw a number through a camera or what the deal was. I don't know how they how they validated that but i've read that in three different places uh i did not come up with that i read that allegedly um well, reporting, ESPN reporting report, reports espn has reported that um <clears throat> so uh i talked to a source that told me the amount of money um but i'm not going to repeat that because it betrays source but it's well in the six figures but here's the thing is like you don't get caught the first time you do something like this so this couldn't have been the first time um, allegedly, that's my opinion. I'm not trying to just – I think when you do something like that, that's not the first time you're getting caught. I think it's happening with – I think – well, I think that is – I think I, f- I feel safe saying this. I think that is the suspicion at the University of Alabama. This was not a one-off. And it's just – I mean, I, I imagine they'll go back and look at games and things like that. But even with players and things like that, with the legalization of betting and these betting apps – it's not like the old days. You know, in the old days, it was like, oh, he's got a bookie or he's into a bookie for this or that, and he's yeah. got to pay off debt or organized crime or this or that. Anybody – I mean, there's nothing from stopping from 
you know, anybody picking up the phone, talking to their best buddy back home or their cousin or whoever, like, yeah, we're not going to win. It's not looking good or anything like that. You know, not betting wise, but I can't tell you over the years, 20 something years of I'd talk to a buddy or somebody like, Hey, what do you think about the game this week? Well, you know, and I don't even know what the line was. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, we're doing this, this guy we're struggling or whatever. But if that person wanted to, they could probably take that information and go bet with stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, unintentionally. Now I think obviously they wouldn't be firing if it was unintentionally and things like that. But, um, I think there's going to be more of it go on because there's just too many. You don't have to go to a – I mean, you could do it on your phone. You could be somebody's friend from high school. They can't trace that stuff. I mean, if you're talking to them regularly, unless they're tracing phone calls, I think there's a big problem. Now, how did they get caught? Now, if this was a college football game, probably wouldn't have been caught because there had been money on the Alabama-LSU game. So much money yeah, and things millions. like that. Millions, millions, millions. Um, but in, I, don't, I don't think the amount of money that I heard – you don't just start with that amount in that game, in my opinion. No, I agree with that. I mean, I can't prove that, but yeah, but I'm just obviously this is me talking, sure, and, you know, speculating, speculating, and no, no, no fact base or anything like that. But just me, that can't be. You don't just go. Hmm, I got a got a good amount. Let's start with. Let's start this thing with this amount. Well, but you know, this is always something that. <clears throat> commissioners the NCAA this is this is like the worst fear right is, is it is integrity of the game it's integrity of the game because if you lose the integrity of the game well you're you've in lost trouble. everything you've lost everything and, and there's so many ways to gamble now there's so many people that do it there are so many shows and programs ours I mean I, I hey we're not above it we talk a lot about point spreads you know I mean we had a competition picking games um there's so much interest in it that everybody who plays, everybody who coaches is a potential target. Because if you can get one of those people to either give you inside information, which happens from literally every program, yep. you're, whoever your favorite team is, there is somebody inside your building who gives information to quote Vegas, end quote. Period. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. There's Definitely a, somebody does. There's somebody does. There's always that, and there's always there's always the ability for a player to get compromised, a coach to be compromised, because you never know who has issues going on. Someone gets to them, willing to take those issues away yep. if you'll just make <clears throat> this happen. And so you never know, man. I mean, it's like if you're an official – you can't you can't even get caught anywhere near anything that might remotely involve the perception of you being involved in Well yeah, the one guy got hammered for it not too long ago, right? Yeah. Or a few years ago now. I mean the Tim Donna was it Don Donahay, the, the, the NBA ref? Yeah. You know, he talked all about it. I mean it just He's can't, been on shows and stuff. Yeah, about. it just can't happen. No, it's it's just a I don't know, man. I, I just I think it's the tip of the iceberg, and I think that's why you're seeing – I mean, look how many times we've seen this recently dealing with apps. You had the Calvin Ridley, I guess, started it, right? And now you had the six in mm -hmm. – the six with the uh, Detroit Lions and Washington Commanders, the six total there. Yeah. And, in, hell, they're making it legal there. I mean, it's legal just as long as you're not at the facility. We talked about it two or three weeks ago, whatever it was, and, you know, they're turning – how they're getting their names is they're betting on their own account. But, I mean, there's – 
if they wanted to get into it and they really want to do a deep dive investigation into it, I guarantee you that's not the I mean, they Oh, they they don't want to go anywhere. The, the truth is they would just love to get to the bottom of this one and let it go away. Yeah, because it could be more than they bargained for. Well, they don't I want think. it to. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't. There's probably a real hesitancy on the digging into it. No, I agree. I agree. All right. Um, I don't want, this is where we're going to dress grind stuff. I want to shift a little gears. Um, busy weekend. Uh, I guess when I say busy weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I guess this morning. A lot of uh, talking with a lot of GMs and directors of recruiting and things like that. A lot of uh, interesting portal talk and portal discussion. Um, and there's some major concerns. Uh, one, the first concern, <laughs> you think? You think? <laughs> First concern they had that it's just not sustainable. Yeah, go, but, go ahead. I'm sorry. Was um, in the spring window, not a lot of talent um, in the spring window as compared to the December window, to the point to where they said, "Look," and I agree with them. You know, most of the guys that are uh, in the portal, the spring have been are either not good enough, they've been cut or not playing or whatever reason, or they're being processed because the the team oversigned, right? And so they're trying to get back down to their 85. And <clears throat> the amount of players that's in the portal, the number of guys like, dude, there's like 30, 30 to 40 guys that are actually really good players that are in the portal. And this is – I'm talking to – I was talking to an up before anybody says, oh, what about this guy? I was talking to an upper echelon GM. I'm talking about like an elite program. And he said there was like, you know, 30 to 40 guys they would even consider. Um, and the problem with that was everybody was recruiting them. And so these kids are getting, you know, overpaid for because everybody's recruiting them and it's driving the price up. So he's like a guy that may be worth $50,000. Now he's got a price tag of one fifty because everybody wants the guy. And it's just – and he's like it's very frustrating for those schools. Um, but he says most of the guys are depth guys or, you know, whatever if they're if they're moving up. Um, it's just not a – they haven't been overly impressed with the quality of talent in the spring window as compared to the um, December window. Have you heard similar stuff? Yes. Yes, that the talent's nowhere near the same, but the prices are going up because so many programs are competing for the same kid. It's just a s- silly bidding war. <clears throat> so Grian brought up a – a uh, super chat a minute ago. He says, why Peyton Thorne? And for those listening and not familiar with my man, Grind, big Auburn fan, uh, not impressed. I hear Caleb Burton has injury issues. Guessing he's a long-term guy. Uh, where's AU on NIL? I hear Keon uh, cost a bunch of money. Um, I'm, assu- I'm assuming he's talking to the about the wide receiver from Michigan State that's in the portal. Is that correct? Yes, Keon Coleman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Keon Coleman is visiting Ole Miss tomorrow. I think he recently visited. Okay, I just had this a minute ago. Um, let me look. He's got everybody in America's recruiting him, right? Yeah, but he's taking visits. And so obviously he's going to, I say obviously, the, the odds are he's going to go to a school that he visited. I would say so. <clears throat> Some. Let's see. I'm, it's pretty safe. I had this a moment ago. Let me Let me look. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. He's visiting Ole Miss tomorrow because Ole Miss is obviously desperate for a wide receiver after the Chris, the, the Mitchell um, got dismissed from the program. Remind me to talk about that. Go ahead and talk about it now while I'm looking this up. Um, so Mitchell Kidd gets dismissed. I, I've done. He visited uh, Florida State over the weekend. Florida State. Yeah, we'll talk. I got some. I'll, I'll get to that one in a minute. But Peyton Thorne, quarterback, transferred to. I, I know that they've been trying to get another quarterback to add to the room. I think they 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 lost uh, Finley to the portal, um, and I think he needs another quarterback. Will he start? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I have I have talked to Hugh. Have not talked to him about that. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but have not. Um, like I, I think he's a good quarterback. I don't know. For me, I'm too close to where I know Hugh's system, and I would have to see the guy performing the system before I throw him out. I mean, we've had guys that you think couldn't play. I mean, I love him to death. He's been one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. But Bo Wallace, there was a lot of places he couldn't play either. I mean, he couldn't have gone just to anywhere and played quarterback, but he did well in that system. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Hugh's system can fit, and if a kid can make really quick decisions, um, be confident where he's going with the football, be accurate and on time, uh, he can be really good in Hugh's system. And he doesn't have to be a great runner, um, but Hugh's kind of made it work with all kinds of quarterbacks. So I would have to see. I don't know. I didn't watch practice at Auburn with uh, – you know, Robbie Ashford and uh, what's my young kid's name there? That He, he likes his kid. Um, I can't think of his name. I'm sure Grind knows it. Grind, the right. other quarterback, he, he likes him too. The, the kid who was a true freshman last year. Yes, he, Golden. Is that Holden, Golden? I don't know. Anyway, he likes him a lot. So I, I think they're going to be fine at quarterback. So I don't know. It would be very difficult for a brand-new quarterback to come in. And uh, if he is the starter, I, I think that would kind of – show you where they are or whether they really think about the other two but i would be surprised um that was answering his question but here here is the here is a big thing there's a really big 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 meeting holden griner thank you Griner. uh uh that's the one i was thinking of holden he likes him uh grind all right <clears throat> there's a really big meeting nobody's talking about it really really big meeting going on in indianapolis today and tomorrow and nobody's covering it because it has – it's kind of – nobody's really talked about it. And it's the academic committee is meeting today and tomorrow to kind of finalize – they are going back to APR starting – I don't know how. That's – this is a – I don't, I don't you're know. Going, I don't know how. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm totally serious when I say this, man. I, I don't know how you can I, – I don't know how anyone can even look at it anymore. It, it, it's – I have it's, so many questions. It's 
it's mind-boggling. I, I feel sorry for the people that are – I feel sorry for two groups of people. The people that are inside programs who are tasked to keep up with this and with the people at, at the NCAA or wherever, the SEC, wherever, that has to, like, uh, monitor it. it. It's – Here's what's crazy This is it. insanity now. All right. I had some questions. All right. I've, I've been doing this a minute. I read through the legislation. I, I like, read through it. I had it. They sent it to me. NCAA sent it to me. I read through it. I still had questions. So I picked up the phone, and I called somebody in the ACC. I called somebody in the Big Ten. I called two people in the SEC, to my GMs and people that do this for a living. <laughs> and then I called somebody in the Pac-12. I got different answers from all of them, how they're handling it. Well, somebody's going to be right, or somebody, and everybody else is going to be wrong because nobody was handling it the same. So here's the problem, right? So everybody knows how APR works. It's annual pro academic progress rate. Okay, so every player. So Neil McCready, you're on our football team. Every year you get. I'm sorry. You get four points. Okay, every semester. So you get one for the spring, one for the fall, and you get one. You it's calculated up. Okay, so. If you are come back, that's called a retention point. And if you're eligible, you get two points for that semester. So you get a retention point and an eligibility, you're eligible point. So you would be a two for two. All right. If you are eligible and you transfer out and you leave, now you're a one for two. So you count as basically 0.75. All right. You with me? Yeah. Okay. So an APR. You take your total number, so it's only your scholarship players. So let's say you had 85 for 85. The most number you could – your most divider, the biggest it could ever be would be uh, 340. And that's if you had 85 all year long. But you're going to lose some at Christmas and things like that. So it's always different based on every school. So the first thing that they proposed, I think it was back in January or December or whatever it was, they tried to make a change to this where they said, okay, if we're losing all these guys to the portal – if they graduate from the school that they go to, we get that point back. And there are people, many schools across the country, that are counting it like this. If they we lose Neil McCready to Monroe, and he goes there, and as long as he graduates from Monroe, I get that point back. There are some universities that if they go to Monroe, they're, they're losing the point. They're not taking it. And then, again, there are other universities, one in particular in the Big 12, that – they're not counting. They're just saying, all right, instead of a one for two, he's a one for one, and they're not counting that point at all. So you got three different calculations going on right now in college football. And this is after reading the legislation. This is how confusing it is. It really is confusing. Like you're reading through it, and it's, it's like watching reading stereo instructions. You're trying to follow the stuff, right? So here's why it's important. They're going back to it, and the number is 930. So let's say they say, they go back to the way it was, and they say, hey, you're a one for two. Let's just say they did that. Look at my guy Dion out here at Colorado just got rid of 60 dudes. No, he's got issues. He's going to be fighting like hell, right? And he's like, whoa, 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 we got to be a one for one or whatever it is or not counting or get your point back. But if any any team that's losing a lot of guys to the portal is going to be or, or purposely or not purposely, either way you look at it, they're going, <laughs> they got to get this rule to where they have to do something. Because you well, can't gonna, have the whole country on probation. Here's what's coming. They're going to give them a grace period to get it fixed. Well, they're repealing it. Yeah. That's what they've had the grace period, which was COVID. No, they're, they're going to give them another one because no one, 
no one will admit that they, I know you saw it coming, <laughs> but no one will admit that they saw this coming. Okay. They're never, they're not going to admit it. They're correct. never going to admit yeah. it. And so they're going to go, Hey, this was a little more chaotic than we thought it would be. And so we're going to give everybody blank time to get this fixed. But now understand effective plot. We're going to enforce this and it might end up being, it would be the irony of ironies if, APR ended up being the corrective measure to <laughs> it would be a decade of chaos. I mean, but I know it sounds crazy, but if they really wanted to get hard ass, they could fix the whole portal right now. They could fix it today, but they won't. They don't understand that they have the power. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think they might. You think though? Yeah, the I, academic committee. Um, I, I think there. Look, there are enough people. Like you're talking about these meetings and stuff. Yeah. There are enough people that are going. Hey, look, guys, 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 guys. Two things. I know we can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. I get it. But I also know this doesn't work. So if you want to fix this and you want the whole, if, if you even want the perception of student athlete, of amateurism, this might be a path. That meeting today is going to dictate either we're, we're still full on the gas or we got to chill out. Everybody in the sport or in athletics, frankly. I mean, I, I literally know of no exceptions. Wants to chill out. Yeah. Nobody. Not now, now, here's the thing. And this is, I've said this for a while. Very few people will admit it out loud. Like, okay, we can get, we can get John and Kane, John Summerall, Kane Womack, um, those kinds of people on the show. And they'll tell you, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, we don't do whatever. Well, what happens if one of those guys and one of those guys is going to get a good job? Quickly. Yeah. Gets one of those jobs and, and goes, well, you know, I guess I need to kind of hit it for a minute. All of a sudden, you know, they're not saying that out loud anymore. Or, and I do think this is coming, when changes happen in the coaching landscape from losing I think the correction is going to be going. And no, I'm not talking about Ole Miss. Before anybody thinks I'm talking about Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin's getting as a as a brand new contract. He's 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 safe for a long time unless there's some scandal. Um, <laughs> just before anybody goes, but I do think people are going to correct with you know what we're going to do. Let's go to some coach who's not doing a lot of portal, who's shown he knows how to build yeah. program because I, you just if you talk to enough people who are either. Around collectives, inside programs, and they all tell you the same thing, which is the word is the the word has become it's it's either chaos or unsustainable or both. Yeah. Um when those are the adjectives that are being used, chaotic, unsustainable, when those are the universal adjectives. Something's got to give. Yeah, and they're gonna fi- they're gonna figure out a way to slow the roll a little bit. But look, the, I don't think they're just gonna come back and go. Hey, we're gonna go back to the old transfer rule. That's not happening. Not happening. Um, Should, but it's not. And 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 obviously they're not going to come in and 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 say, hey, we're gonna put a cap on um, nil. No, nope. they can't. Makes you employees. Uh, they're not gonna make them employees. They have no taste for that whatsoever. So they're going to have to find a different mechanism. To just slow it down, to calm it down. Well, this this wouldn't calm it down. It would it would bring it to a creeping halt. But like, here's what I was laughing at. 
is like on one hand, all right, so they've gone and this is their what they've released. I think this meeting, the initial meeting was held in February, right, of this year, and they're meeting again today to, or today and tomorrow. But in the meeting, they very specifically say the number is going back to 930. And it's a four year APR is very complicated. It's we would have to do a whole nother show and there'd be like five people listening that can understand it. it. It's it's very complex, but it's a four year rolling average, including the year that you're in right now. That's how they take it. Right. So you take this average and you have to be above 930. OK, and that's point nine three zero. You take your your number that you get, multiply it by a thousand. All right. So. The trick is this, is that what's ironic to me and makes me laugh is they put in the rule that says when you're a new coach you can basically go in there and clean house right you can cut in your body and all that stuff like Dion's taking full advantage of the rule mm-hmm. as a coach okay as a coach if I'm going into a place and you give me the ability to clean house I'm going to clean house because you don't have five years anymore I'm talking about this is a coach standpoint it's not a fan no you have you, you have, gotta you have three tops. You can't you don't have time to build anymore. You're fired. And so you're you're a lot of your decisions are made right, wrong, or indifferent. There's a lot of decisions that are made on self-preservation. Sure. Okay. Of course. So like you take Dion at Colorado. He's got it, he gets to go in there and he gets to go clean house, which I'm actually for that rule. I mean, cool. But if you're gonna allow that rule and then you're worried about graduation rates on the other end of it, it's like, wait a minute, you you're gonna let them cut and send everybody out. It's a rule, just legal, do it. But then you're also worried about graduation rates at the same time. Well, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You can't let me cut my guys and then punish me on the back end for cutting them. You know what I mean? Like it's are we are we worried about graduation rates when we're doing immediate eligibility? Like that's so funny to me. Like I've been doing this a long time. When I've never seen ever it's not what Rico said. Yeah, Rico, I have it doesn't matter apparently. All right. But when you do when you I've never had a transfer come in in any of these years. Let's say he comes in with 100 hours. When he starts at your new institution, he doesn't have 100 hours. I've never seen one come over and go, "Oh, this guy's got the same amount of hours that he did when he transferred." You always lose hours, and a lot of times you lose a bunch. So much so that when you bring a kid in, you have the uh, 40, 60, 80 percentage that they have to meet in the year three, all that stuff, right, to continue to play. Everybody wants to know why there's these general studies degrees. Let me tell you why there's general studies degrees. This is the only reason that there are general studies degrees is because let's say we take. Starbucks has to hire somebody. but, But that's not why they're there. All right. They're there because when I took the, I'm just going to, some weird anthropology major from Colorado and he transfers to Ole Miss, we don't have anthropology. So he's got all these anthropology classes, right? But he's got to be at 60%. Let's say he just has to be at 60% of his degree when we bring him in. So you have to bring, we have to create a major that allows for all these electives. And so you can transfer all the classes in to get them to 60% because anthropology 306, we don't offer here at Ole Miss. So it's a, it goes in a trash can. And so you come up with these general study majors to fit and plug and play. Uh, where were we? I think Arkansas State, we call it uh, interdisciplinary studies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we call it. Uh, somebody had to help me out on that. I know I got somebody from Arkansas State in here. I think it was called interdisciplinary studies that we called it. And it's just like one of these uh, degrees that we just plug and play, <laughs> plug and play these random classes for 
uh, you know, for eligibility. And so that's why all these are in there. And it's funny is like all those, you'll have general studies. Well, where do you report to the PE department? I mean, it's like, you know, everything is, everything is plugged and played in there. And it's just, I just think it's so funny that we got, we're going to go back to punish in the, the they literally said in the release that they're going in the spring of 2024, they're going to release penalties for APR, which is postseason bans. But they can't penalize the whole country. We're not going – and we also have the playoff. I mean, like, i put it like this. I know of an SEC team, they're really damn good. They've been graduating law players. Two years in a row now, they've been below 930. Two years in a row. And remember, it's a four-year rolling average, right? Yeah. So they would be in trouble. They would be in trouble. There's no way, like, but if they wanted to, if they want to be assholes at this meeting today, if somebody was really smart and they had an agenda, those people, they don't even know. They could go and put the, all right, this is what's going to happen. We're going to count EPR like it was meant to be counted, one for twos and stuff like that. I mean, you look at somewhere like, like I said, Colorado lost replacing 60 guys. That's 60 points deducted off of, I mean, that's like down to 80, 830 before we even get started. I mean, it could be, it could be detrimental to high uh, portal teams in a hurry. That'd stop it. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing new game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Uh, you can let walk-ons take care of your tailgating needs this upcoming season. Inquire today about their family and friends bundles, their tailgate platters. Order online at walkons.com or on their convenient walk-ons app. Especially if you're in Oxford or the Jackson area, please uh, stop in Oxford or Ridgeland and tell them you appreciate them sponsoring McCready and Siski. Podcast also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. <clears throat> if you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4444. 29 and as always we're brought to you by rain total body fuel 300 milligrams of natural caffeine bcaa's electrolytes and zero sugar it's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals check them out on instagram at rain body fuel to learn more and don't forget to try the new rain storm in a variety of flavors we got the peach the orange harvest the grape harvest no it's harvest grape and the kiwi that peach though just telling you dude, it's different might have to have me another one on the way down to keep I was going to say, you probably have another one on the way down. Um, all right, quickly, before we get out of here, wrap this thing up. Um, a, tweet, a tweet came out today. I started laughing. It showed, it gave numbers uh, for people that complain about where money is spent and where money comes from and things like that. This was from 2016-17 year. So this is seven years ago, six six and a half years ago. Okay, this was LSU's profit from their athletic department in 2016-2017. Okay. Football made, profited $56.097 million. Men's basketball profited $1.69 million. Mm-hmm. $619, excuse me. And then baseball profited the great LSU Tiger baseball team. Yeah. A couple hundred thousand. $569,000. Okay. All right. And guess what? That's where it stopped. Yeah. Well, they sorry. lost money on one, two, 
1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 14 other sports. And I was today years old when I saw that uh, LSU has a beach volleyball team. Oh, how about that? That lost $704,000 for the, for the athletic department. But the big loser that they had, the biggest loser that they had was women's basketball. Women's basketball lost $3.999 million, basically $4 million. bucks, $10,000 short of $4 million. Bucks. Mm-hmm. So the funny part is everybody wants to know how everything gets paid for because there are people who don't like when um, football gets preferential treatment, football, because football pays for everything, and everybody yeah. thinks that's a joke. No, it literally does. Uh, they still made, like, all those losses in 14 sports. They lost $23 million funding 14 other sports, but their top their top breadwinner made 50. And this was, in, this was six and a half years ago. Yeah. What is it today? Because the TV contract's different. It's, it's probably closer to a hundred, but it's it shows you why the whole employee thing is a no go. Because there you, you go. can't just make the football players employees. You'd have to make the beach volleyball players employees. There's plenty of money to do it, but here's what people don't understand: that money they don't put that in a, in a rainy day account for the football team. All right, that money goes places. Of course, I mean I've said it on here before. I know for a fact because I I was in the discussion. I remember whatever, that would have been 13, 13 or 14. I remember one of the years I was at Alabama. We made, we profited in the 50s or $60 million in football that year. After all the bills were paid. We, I mean, that's after salaries, the whole deal. We after you bought all those Dodge Chargers, everything, right? I, I don't know. What in the hell are you talking about? You're, trying, you're not getting my ass on here. All right. You're not getting your boy. All right, so. You get a Charger. <laughs> and you, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's a yeah, joke. It's a joke. Or everybody allegedly. Um, I remember we were building a new baseball field. Yeah. They wrote a check out of the football. They paid like forty something million dollars out of the football account to build the new baseball field. Do you have any bets that would allow you to place? Uh, yeah, I, knew, I just that was a softball, and it? it was like, no pun intended. That was I a, mean, that was a easy. You easy. could just scratch your pitcher a few minutes before the game. Yeah. And make a big fancy bet. Allegedly, but I mean, they don't realize how much money is made. And so what would be interesting is to me is if you got all that money, that's where I wish if they want to get creative with NIL, Mm -hmm. I think they should play a shell game. All right, we made this much money. All right, sir, here's what we're going to do. I want you to donate to the athletic department, but I'm going to, I'm going to move this money into the NIL. And I think you could I think you could shell game some more finances into your collectives. You probably could. In the bigger levels, obviously. Yeah. Um but anyway, that's what that is. Um before I forget, because we're just gonna wrap this thing up, my mom and dad's 39th wedding anniversary tomorrow. Oh. So I'm not sure I, they listen every week. My mom cuts it off after about the third F-bomb. She got mad at me again. Um, You've been doing weekend. much better. I told her that. She did not want to hear it. She she is asking for you to be perfect, and that's just too much. <laughs> she knows me. Uh, it's not it's not, uh, it's not accurate. But tomorrow, the 39th wedding anniversary tomorrow, so wow. happy for them. Good for them. And then uh, last but not least, I know you have been completely in the dark about this because of your social media deal. <laughs> yeah. Our good friend Rico knows – yeah. Did not like our, our podcast the other day. Yeah, because I didn't get the 
Siskel and no Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert. I didn't. I didn't get that. First of all, I thought that was funny. It made me laugh. Yeah, it was really good. Well, I saw it on the board, and I'm like, I don't know what that's about because you're not on TikTok. Yeah. Well, I saw it, and uh, dude, somebody was like, we should have him on the show, and I was like, I would love to have him on the show, but I have so many questions. Like, I got legit questions um, because you know I click profiles and look for things, and actually did a little research. Um, in my spare time, um, got so many questions. So in one video, he said that he watches, um, every single college football game during the season. Ain't no way. 65 of them. But then he turns around and said he works for the NSA. He's been, he currently works for the NSA. How do you have a full time? I'm asking, maybe he's just some, like he can bend time or something, but how can you watch 65 football games a week and have a full-time job for the NSA of all people? You can't. Okay. I was curious. Even if you condensed every game down to 40 minutes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> 65 games. That's ba- Just call it, call it, uh, what's that? Call it 30 hours. Okay, but you, but you, no, <laughs> no, I got so many questions. All right. So, and then I got, I started getting messages from this other guy and it has a picture of like, you know, like it's got a little picture on it. And I look at it and I said, dude, that looks a lot like the guy. So I click on it and it's got like a video, dude, it's him. So he's sending you stuff from an alter ego, but it's him. And I'm like, and I'm looking through it, and I'm like, are you twins? I mean, dude, sound like him, look like him. And then Matt says, yeah, we're twins. You know, I was asking him, you know, what, what are you? But it was just funny that that account was pushing stocks, like to buy stocks and stuff. And then, like, the 10th video I scrolled up was a Rico scam. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. But then, um, anyway, so long story short, um, he, he called himself in the rebuttal video to our show. He is a. He said, "You know, it's what were rocket scientists doing before they were rocket scientists?" He says, "The Goodwill Hunting. He's the guy. Goodwill Hunting. He's a genius, and that he recently started to apply himself to football five months ago." Okay. Um, he called uh, many coaches and people running recruiting departments obsolete. Okay. You know that they didn't that they didn't know what they're doing. The portal has fooled them. They didn't know what they're doing, and I thought like there was a couple of funny things. Is like. When he took when how, I, how exactly how 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 work because I guess we you know people in you know that our techniques and the way that we recruited are different now than they were in the portal and that we don't know how to do it. I guess I don't know. He just said the word obsolete. He really didn't go into great detail about that. Just said that they were obsolete. Um, let's see what was the other one that was really funny. Um, and so I think he got upset that I. So he said that congratulations. I know if he goes to his fifty thousand followers and, and plays it off as in uh, congratulations. If I, we were clout chasing, oh, and I had to remind him that I didn't know who he was until he stitched our video, and then he doesn't want to address that. Right. All right. And then he keeps responding, and so I was getting these messages. And here's the facts. I mean, he's. In, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I guess. I don't know him personally, obviously, but I like to assume the best of everybody. I do appreciate that he served our country. I did see a video of him getting promoted to Master Sergeant. 
So I really do genuinely, of all, course. all bullshit aside, I'm, I'm a big troops guy. Yeah. And his service to our country, I'm sure he's great at his job. Um, but the the <laughs> the one that that had me, uh, that was that was funny. The applied genius one was funny. And then he was like, I don't use the own three and two four seven and rivals. He goes, I think those websites are jokes, but every single video, not every, but most videos he does, he shows a screen, he shows a shot of him on on the actual website. So I'm I'm real confused about that. So he says he doesn't use the sites, but he then, just thinks they're a joke. But, but he then uses he's them. using them. Yeah. So I'm really confused on that. Um, and then my favorite was is he says he has coaches. And I haven't seen the video. I'm sure they exist. I'm just not scrolling through the. I mean, he's got gazillions of videos, and I'm not going to try to find it. So I'm sure he's got a coach on there or something. I don't know. But since he said that, I thought this was funny. I got uh, three phone calls and a text message uh, over the weekend after he released that video, and I I was commenting on it. Um, one, um, I, I'm going, I'm not going to say who this was, but this is from an ACC coach. Um, he sends me, he texts me, this ACC coach texts me and he texts me the, uh, rebuttal video or whatever. Right. Right. And he goes, this was his text. He says, you know how, he says, you know how, when you were in the industry and you were like a God, I don't know what he means by that, but he goes, I can't wait till I get out one day or I'm unemployed. He goes, and I can call out people on their bullshit. Thank you. And then he goes, and then he goes all caps. Dude was in the fucking army. <laughs> and then he was in computers. And um, I was, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I just, you know, whatever. And because I said, he got very upset that I said he was a fan with an Excel sheet. Yeah. And that there's hundreds of you around on every message board in America. I'm sure you got some on, on, on yours. And he goes, I love the very moment you did that. And the dude tried to answer. And then he said, um, then he goes on to listen to it. And he goes, haven't adjusted, haven't heard of it. He goes, our jobs don't mean shit. He goes, I started to take that shit personal. And he says, and then I remembered he couldn't last one moment in our life. I haven't even kept up. And I feel bad now because I can't really, I don't know who, I wouldn't know Uncle Rico if he, is it, is it? Uncle Rico? No, it's Rico Knows. Rico Knows. I wouldn't know him if he walked in the room. But his coronies are in their awareness out. And then so the guy goes, then is, uh, and here, I, I didn't address it. I probably should have, but I just like, you know how you just go, <sighs> he called me an angry white man in one of the videos. Well, you are a white man. But like, why do we got to go race? I mean. And he's Small given, and if he's not, I apologize. He appears to be Hispanic, but I don't know why I have to be an angry white man. I don't know why we got to do that. I didn't that that I hate the race card that bothers me. Well, and also anyone that knows you knows that the last thing you frankly are is angry. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm probably that. I'm probably <laughs> angry, but you didn't have to throw the race part in. He could just said an angry man. Didn't have to throw the extra in there. But I, I am. I say angry. I get. Tem I don't. I so, so I basically told him, I said, he was just upset that I called him out on his bullshit. And I get his game. And we both know, right? But um, you're going to end up getting me on TikTok just to watch this. It's great. I'll send it to you. Um, but I don't know. I just. <laughs> you getting on it right now? Yeah, I just pulled it up. Yeah. I was making sure I had it. But then uh, he called, and then the guy said something. I don't know. He knows I'm upset. I'm threatened. That was what that was the one that I was threatened uh, by his that he knows more about uh, the portal than I do. And I was basically said, "Look, you're just upset that I called you out." And like, 
I just basically told them, say, hey, you probably should research who you're stitching or trying to decredit before you do that. Because you're he kind of in over his head a little bit. What's his premise that he's he's an expert on what's in the portal and yes, like he that he um actually he said uh, he's got portal expert in his thing right. But, but what does he, that even mean? I don't know. That was my whole point. Is I don't know. But I mean, there there are lots of people that follow the portal closely, and yeah. I- including people who are kind of paid to do it, and people who. Well, he kind of evaluates players out of the portal, all this stuff, and I'm cool. I mean, I just, I mean, if that's what you want to do, I'm cool. But I mean, like, there are lots of people doing that. Then I go to this: is who taught you how to evaluate? I mean, we could go. I have so many questions. Like, just because you watch a film doesn't mean you know what you're watching for. Of course not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's one of know. the reasons that, frankly, frankly, it's one of the reasons that some coaches, believe it or not, like me, because I don't try to do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't ever, I literally in 15 years in this job have called rivals one time, one time and said, I think you got somebody wrong. (laughs) There's some that do all a lot. Oh, there are people that do it multiple times. I mean, do it all on everybody. Hey, I went and saw a high school game and here's my breakdown of no, 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 I've I've done it one time. But like, I picked up the phone and I called Mike Farrell and Woody Womack and all those people (laughs) at rivals on AJ Brown. And I said, if he's not a five-star, and here's what I said. If he's not a five-star, I believe you. I want to see the wide receivers who are because, holy cow, they're amazing. I just want to watch him play because he was amazing. I was like, I think we've – maybe it's because you didn't see him enough. It was Mississippi. It's film. You yeah. never know, right? I'm like, I think you need to take another look on him. I mean, dude. But that's it yeah. because I don't – I can't watch – like you can, you can watch a kid, and in ten minutes come back with all the stuff about his hips and blah blah blah, and I and all that, and you still not, may not be right. And I can't do that. Like literally, the only other one that I've ever looked at one time and went, oh, was Larry Mutunsel. I looked at him one time. I, I saw someone. Him. I saw someone at Ole Miss. It was in the pregame before his first game against yeah. whoever it was against, and I, someone at Ole Miss was over there. Vandy. I, I don't know. Yeah. Whoever it was, and I said, "This is the one that you all need to make sure you keep a good relationship with because he's going to have millions." Yeah, he was really good. Um, but like Cooper Patagna uh, worked for me at Alabama. He went on to run recruiting at Michigan and Washington. Well, now he works for two four seven, and he lives in Birmingham. I may not agree with what Cooper says, but I know it's coming from a trained yeah eye, right? Sure. I just that's the part. But uh, said I was threatened uh, by their knowledge. Um, and that he's a genius. Um, yeah. And I guess they just don't realize that um, I do it for a living. And then I had one guy argue about my 78, well, 73, 78,000, whatever I said, hours. And he said that uh, because time is a GA, you don't spend as much time as a GA. I said, well, you've been able to research how much GAs yeah, uh, spend working. But no, it's. Well, I, at least Pat Narduzzi sided with you and not Rico. Yeah. Yeah. Because P- yeah. Pittsburgh signed up with yeah, Quickie today. Yeah, Pitt at least views my knowledge of recruiting uh, pretty well. So you got listen as you embark <laughs> on your trip down to the Gulf, and you begin to cry. Yeah, and drinking rain, and don't and drinking rain. Don't don't turn a sad song on. Stop. I, I probably won't turn the Pitt fight song on and go. Hey, you know what? At least one school, and actually, it's more like seventy, but <laughs> one school believes in you. The Pit Panthers. And you know what? As we close this thing up, 
I have now, as of Friday, the NCAA is back on in my good graces since oh. since they uh, big day for the old company on Friday, big day. They uh, they, they listened. They listened. They changed a couple of rules for me uh, that pertains to my business, and it's going to um, really help a ton. Good. So I'm excited about uh, where we're going. Poor old Dave is at work right now, just melting the phones. We got. Got some good, really good news and and good, uh, but they I made a phone call. I know it sh- shocks you. Um, I may I may be the only guy in America that I have the head of the enforcement on my, on my cell phone. I just called his cell phone. I'm bad. Like it was no formal email or nothing. I picked up and called the head of the enforcement cell phone number. He's probably like, I was like, aren't you glad we're not talking about other stuff now? We can talk about real stuff. So that's funny. All right, we'll, well, I'll wrap it up there so you can get on the road. Yep. Uh, we will be back on Monday. So again, no Thursday show this week. I'll be uh, I'll be out of pocket. So Where are you we'll, going? Um, going to Campbell's graduation. <laughs> That's pretty important. Yeah. Are you excited? Sad? Excited? Uh, um. Yeah. Happily sad. There's a lot there. Um, I started kind of writing some stuff about it on s- Sunday, and then I didn't. Um, I I stopped. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm I mean, I'm bittersweet. Makes you feel old a little bit, obviously. I know that she has a lot of mixed emotions because she's had such an incredible experience and she's had met so many friends. But, you know, they're going to scatter um, here in the next few weeks. And, you know, one of her friends is going to Minneapolis and one's going to Los Angeles and Little Rock and, um, you know, everywhere. Campbell's, and Campbell's getting ready to move to Nashville soon to start her job. And, um. Yeah, you know, um, we've gotten to know so many of her friends, you know, almost like almost like they're ours at this point, you know. So we're going to see all of them this weekend. That'll be fun. And, you know, but she's uh, she's like I told her the other day, you know, you go to college for a number of reasons. One, you want to prepare yourself to get a job. She's done that. Check. Uh, you want to graduate. Check. And you want to make relationships that will last a long time and she's done that in spades i mean made so many friends that will be in they'll be in weddings and they'll be support staff when parents die and things like that and so it makes you feel good but yeah i mean i'm I'm excited i i know she's i know she's on the kind of the cusp of tears at all times these days because it's winding down you know the, the end reality starting to sink in a little bit a little bit just you know Whenever you have something really good, you don't want it to end sometimes. You know, all good things come to an end. But I didn't like, I didn't. Um, I didn't have that college experience. And so. I didn't have the feeling, this is probably me. I didn't realize that, oh, shit, I'm an adult until about a week after I moved, you know, to because I, I left Troy. I graduated in December. Yeah. And I literally worked in the football office until I got my job, which is like right at the beginning of January. Then I just picked up and moved, and I got I go down there like, dude, I don't know anybody. And like that was my first like, uh, and it, I was, it was the first time I ever went where I was not a car drive from the house. Yeah, you know I was away, and that was Natchitoches, Louisiana to Anniston's alone was a long haul back then. It still is, but it was really long then. But yeah, I bet that felt like culture shock. Yeah, I got used, <laughs> but I, I and I got to where I enjoyed it. And then uh, my wife moved. We were engaged. She moved in March, so I was there three months. 
So that first three months was rough. And then um, uh, real quick, I got we got to go. But real quick, the my the homesickest I've ever been in my life was I had been gone. My grandmother was sick. My grandmother got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And we had spring break coming up. And so everybody was going home or wherever, right? I was the youngest dude on the totem pole. I was 23 or 22 years old. I was tight ends coach. So the Friday, I had all these plans. I haven't seen Aaron in two or three months. I hadn't seen mom and dad. I mean, I, I hadn't seen anybody. And Aaron was living in Birmingham at the time, working at UAB. She had graduated the summer before I, I did. And so I'm completely out of my element. So I'm so fired up the first time because you got, you know, you're working on spring practice and cut-ups and all that stuff. First time I've ever been able to leave. And spring break, coach is going to let us go at like uh, 2 o'clock on Friday to leave early. So, dude, I'm fired up. I've packed, washed my clothes. I'm packed, ready to go, come to work. And we're in a staff meeting that morning, and it was uh, Steve Roberts, who was our head coach, is now the head of the Arkansas Athletic High School Association. And um, we come in there, and he goes, uh, like, finishing up the staff meeting, he goes, hey, Tyler. He goes, uh, they're coming to dump uh, river, river sand on the practice fields this afternoon. This is Friday morning, yeah. the day we're leaving. And I need you to stay here during spring break and spread that sand, level of sand out over the practice fields. No. And so, dude, I mean, I was packed, ready to go. I mean, I literally had my suit, my suitcase and clothes in my truck. I mean, I was hauling ass as soon as work was over with. And I found out at the staff meeting on that Friday that we were leaving. That was cold. And, dude, they brought a, they brought a four-wheeler and, like, 25-gallon deals of gas and a drag like a that you drag the infield with, and I work twelve hours a day starting Saturday morning seven to seven, sun up to sundown, dragging. They dump like dump trucks of river sand all over the. We had two practice grass practice fields, and I had to drag that sand out of those piles and just I drove circle and drove in circles for like eight days, nine days. I went, I finished, I started on Saturday, finished on like Sunday at like lunch. I worked seven hours. Everybody else is gone. They're going to see their family. They're going to Disney World. Everyone got to go to Disney World. You're just sitting there cussing. Oh, dude, I got, like, I got pneumonia because I didn't wear anything like a deal. I guess it was pneumonia, but I got all that dust was up in my lungs. I'm just a redneck from Alabama. Um, and, dude, I did it for – that was – dude, I was I was ready to shut it down. Like, I came really co- close to saying, screw this. Out. Out. I mean, it wasn't worth it at that point in time because I was, I was homesick. I was ready to come home. And, um, and the kicker of all that is – did all that work on that field, all of that work on that field. And then Tate Bainey and myself, the next, when we got the grass grew back up, like two weeks later, we spent a whole weekend, him and he was the next youngest, we spent the whole weekend dieseling in the lines to kill the grass for the lines of the practice field. Like line it off, instead of paint, you put diesel down and it kills the grass so you don't have to repaint it all the time. We did that. We did not practice on those practice fields not the first practice because we practiced in the stadium. We had new turf. So we ended up practicing in the stadium. I did all that work, and not one day did we practice on those fields. <laughs> I was pissed. I bet. I'm still – Coach Rob, if you're listening, I'm still pissed about that. I'm still pissed That's about cold. that. That's cold. That's cold, isn't it? All right, we'll wrap it up there. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great week. Uh, happy Mother's Day uh, a few days yes. early to all of the moms that are out there, and um, we appreciate you, obviously. So until uh, until next time.